0: And if they haven't met themselves in that way where they're ready to be with another person and they're ready to be so self-reflective, like you could have everything. You could have the entire package. You could have be dressed in a tight little bow. You could be everything a person wants and more and still arrive at this wrong house. <laughs> Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily.
1: And welcome back to our podcast. So, (laughs) I learned this month that if I sing in your wedding, there's a 60% chance that you will get divorced. (laughs) (laughs) What? I have now (laughs) struck out three out of five times. I have sang in five weddings total, and three of the five are now divorced. <laughs> oh, so, oh. Oh. I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's the fact that I always see 666. I don't really know what's causing well, this. Oh. But so, I, you know, <laughs> I should literally have an ad. If you hate your boyfriend, if you are being forced into an engagement and wedding, if you want out, hire me as your wedding singer and you will be divorced in one to 1.5 years. Thank you.
0: You're going to be at my wedding. You're going to be at my wedding. And she's going to be fucking mute, bitch. She's going to be doing sign language. Everybody's going to be like, what happened to Hannah's voice? I'm like, oh, nothing happened. She's just forbade from speaking <laughs> at this event because I'm not getting a fucking divorce. She has to be here because she's the maid of honor. But I literally do not want her uttering a peep. You are only to speak in sign language and you're going to have a dry erase board that you're carrying around to like hold this up like so your maid so- of <laughs> honor speech. You're gonna have a voice interpreter for you.
1: Um, Literally, yeah. like my, everyone in my life what is, is a, like you're we'll just not. Have a have Jacob
0: come up. Let's we'll have Jacob come up and be your interpreter. There you
1: go. Oh my gosh! Oh my everyone God. in my life. Everyone in my life is like you're not allowed to sing at your wedding at all. Period. Nothing. Like because I had, to, I, had mm-mm, mm-mm. Ab- I had talked I had talked I had talked about like, no. <laughs> I had talked about writing and recording a song to either walk nope. down to or first dance <laughs> okay. to and that's off the table now. There's been too many strikeouts that I cannot be the reason that that happens to me as well. So, nope. Nope. Um, Don't do I'm it. I'm going to Ursula myself. I'm going to take away my own voice. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to suck my voice into a seashell and it's not allowed to have it back until after the wedding. <laughs> Here's where the seashell <laughs> no one around your neck at the wedding. Like I am not allowed to sing anything. I was like, "Oh, karaoke would be fun." Nope. No karaoke. Nope. No, no singing. Not even nothing.
0: Not even after the wedding, like at a bar or anything. Not even then. No, know
1: my sister. My sister. <laughs> Wait until she the next like, day. <laughs> my sister was like, "You can't even sing along to like your first dance. Like nothing. None. No. 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 Words are to be sung." And I was like, "Awesome. Nope. Wonderful. Love this for me." <laughs> you can't sing it all that day. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's fun. It's a really it's a really great skill that I have learned that I have. Um so, yeah, if you if you want to get out of it. How are the, how are the other two marriages doing right now that are still together? They're doing, they're doing really well. Um, very happy and one has a baby. So I think we're okay. But that is. You're still batting below average, though. That is 40%. 40% of opportunities that you will remain together. So it's just not enough for me. That's if That was an investment. That was a business someone was investing
0: in. They would not invest in it.
1: Yeah, so I am officially no longer a wedding singer. I have retired. (laughs) You can sing at divorce settlements now. Could you imagine? (laughs) Like
2: in the lawyer's (laughs) office,
1: like singing. I don't even know what I would be singing. What is a divorce song? Something Casey Musgraves wrote. Since you've been gone. I for the first I time. Cannot. Or justified. Casey Musgraves. <laughs> oh, oh Lord. Oh God. Um, wow. The things that I learned. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That is fantastic. Divorce, babe. Divorce. Divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Just sing only Adele songs. <laughs> well, on the flip side of that, I had my engagement photos done yesterday, so <laughs> <laughs> did you sing during those? No, no singing. Okay.
0: <laughs> no music was played. <laughs> Okay, good. How this go though? I mean, I I, I love <laughs> as a photographer and as a photographer that has shot you many many times. <laughs> love you, love you. I'm curious to know how Blaine was though. Like you, are, you are manageable. Like you're manageable. It's like as long as like as I like kind of coach you through the moments, I think that it is pretty fine. Like you do pretty well. You're the kind of person. You're like me. but like, you want to you want to see what you're you look like like, kind of while you're posing, so, like... So I can just make sure that I... Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's... I I get that. That's how I am.
1: But how... I've never seen Blaine take a photo. He did... (laughs) He did so well. I was very, very surprised. Um, Like, he... I don't know. I mean, I think he had... Like, I don't think he would ever admit that he had fun, but I think he had a little bit of fun. He was cold, which he's not very hot. He's not very... Nice to be around but when you did cold.
0: like, you did like a very like urban
1: kind of. We did. Of. We went downtown, um, Winston-Salem, um, in front of some like really pretty mirrored windows. There was a big white garage we did um, in front of. Kind of like an industrial Yeah, vibe. and then we went to a parking deck because mm-hmm. I really wanted that parking, the parking deck vibe. So um, yeah, I'm really excited. I have no idea what they're going to look like, which makes me anxious and excited at the same time. Um, but she was posing me. She was like, I love your hair. How did you get these Hollywood curls? And I was like, well, I use the curling iron as it's intended to be used. So, um, wait, wait, (laughs) wait, what? (laughs) She, she Uh, she asked me, she was like, how do you get these Hollywood? She said, did you do your hair? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, how did you get these Hollywood curls? And I said, well, I use the curling iron as it's intended to be used. Like where you like clip it. And you roll it. Not I don't do the freaking wrap around the curling iron bullshit that people do. So like I actually. Oh, like me. Yeah, like you. <laughs> like you. She was like, I curl my hair with a straightener. I was like, nope, not me. That is not my vibe. No. So. I've tried doing that. I cannot get it. I tried and it just doesn't like, it doesn't curl the way I want it to. Like it, it like curls and leaves mm-hmm. like the bottom straight. And I'm like, I, don't, I mean, I like that sometimes, but it has to be like yeah. a very crafted like waves. straight. you like curls yeah. i like waves yeah i like curls and then i pull them out and so they're like they have very much like that dimension um uh-huh. but yeah she blaine was like she was obsessed with your hair and i was like yeah i've got good hair duh
0: <laughs> people want to harvest that shit like i don't think people understand when it comes to hannah's hair people want to literally decapitate her scalp <laughs> they want to de-scalp her and make it a wig. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we. I also hate her for her <laughs> hair. Um, and I too would want to scalp her and Great. take her hair. Glad I'm going to well. be scalped
1: um, when I die. Somebody is I've going to show your is hair. Scalp me at <laughs> <I've just got laughs> my funeral. I've shown. I've
0: shown your hair, bitch. If you still have that hair when you're dead, <laughs> like. <laughs> truth it'll be gray by then (laughs) i've shown your hair to so many people who i know who do hair and i'm like yeah she's never fucking colored it and they're like are you fucking kidding me and she doesn't ever cut it either and you're the bitch that's like oh my god my hair is so short she cuts like three inches off i'm like bitch (laughs) where bitch where i cut my hair and it's noticeably shorter that's
1: true yeah yeah i do love my hair i must say Um, but yeah, we had fun. I mean, I was really nervous and anxious and there was like a storm cloud driving into downtown and I was like, no, this is not happening. We have to get these done. I have to like Mm. I wanna I wanna make our um wedding website and do the save the dates and like I wanna print out a couple like to have at the wedding, like somewhere, but um Mm. so I was like, we've gotta go ahead and get this done like I think this was like the thing that I like couldn't control that I wanted to go ahead and get done, Um, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it's done. I'm I'm happy with how it went, and um, there you go. That's all I needed. But yeah, so yeah, a lot of a lot of exciting things happening. My birthday is next week. All kinds of stuff. Oh my
0: god! Yeah, it's airy season. It is. It is. I am feeling Mm -hmm. it for sure. Yep. Airy season, man. It's an interesting time of year. For me,
1: we all come out of the woodworks and we,
0: you know. I like fire seasons though. I feel like I'm, I like Aries season. I mean, I have a lot of Libra in my chart. So Libra is opposite Aries and they are very, very, it's very, very well for me. It's a good season for me. I feel very comfortable in it. Um, And then I'm also a Leo sun. So it's a fire sign dominant. So
1: Mm -hmm. all great, all good things. Yep, all good things. And I just got permission to get new dining table and dining chairs. So I'm very You're excited. Thriving. I am thriving. thriving. I'm thriving. Besides, I'm besides surviving. Besides the, uh, the divorce, d- d- despite the divorce yeah. rate um, despite, and despite your the divorce life. rate. Um, <laughs> Despite me contributing to the divorce rate yeah. via my voice, um, you know, it's fine. Why is marriage declining in America? Let's ask Hannah Adams. <laughs> that sounds like a news like a news program. Like, tonight at 11 p.m., we will interview the reason behind divorce. God, just the whole reason behind divorce is you? No. Damn. I mean, no, but I just thought it was comical how I was how I was a common denominator and all of those things. Although, although <laughs> I had nothing to it's... do with their own problems, but yeah. So it was just, it was interesting. Maybe they didn't realize they until had problems until, until, until you sung sang, their you know, some, some <laughs> sad old wedding songs. <laughs> I don't even remember what I sang to be honest, but that's okay. It is what it is. <laughs> Oh,
0: good. I've been to one of those weddings. Yeah. I've been to only yeah. one of those weddings mm-hmm. that you've sung at.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a fun one.
0: That marriage was doomed from the start. So I don't know if you were the reason for that one. That marriage was doomed from the moment they started dating. I think I was just the icing on the cake. <laughs> that too. <laughs> you were the garter on the dress.
1: Mm-hmm. Ew, I don't like the garter. I don't want one. <laughs> Are you not doing that? You're not doing that? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Are you going to do I a bouquet know. toss and all that other stuff? Are you going to do the, the, the typical cheesy shit like bouquet toss? I feel like the bouquet toss is fun, but I don't really want him going up under my dress and taking the garter the garter off. And he doesn't want it. Yeah, no, you, we said, no, I'm not. Fighting he, you on this. I share
0: the same fucking sentiment. He I'm do not do it doing that in my like,
1: way. I'm so sorry, but my grandparents are there, and also that is just incredibly awkward and uncomfortable for me. And also, that thing apparently hurts really bad
0: Wait, so what are you gonna have? Something blue, something barred, something new, something old? But that's not the right fucking yeah, so, order. Any of that is so.
1: I think my mom is gonna take something from her wedding dress and put it on mine somewhere. Um, okay, I my something blue. I I'm not sure, like because I know a lot of people do a garter and their garters yeah, blue. Yeah, so I'm really in. I'm trying to incorporate some of that dusty blue color in, so. Like, I know my guest book is going to be that dusty blue, but I also thought, depending on what I can find, it would be kind of cool if my shoes were that color. But I don't know. So I don't really know, to be completely honest, what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But,
0: mm-hmm. but I've always said I want, my, I want my shoes to be blue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I specifically want the Carrie Bradshaw. Oh yeah, I know uh, exactly Mc- where you're Milana talking about. Milano mm-hmm. those blue heels. Mm-hmm. Those are the. He- I will save up to buy those heels. Yeah. for my wedding day. Yeah, because
1: my friend yeah. did these really pretty. They were like, they were not, they were not crazy heels by any means. Because I don't want anything crazy tall. Because Blaine is not incredibly tall, and I'm like mm-hmm. kind of short too. But um, and she you had, no you are short. <laughs> Okay, thank you. (laughs) Okay, thank you. But she had these pretty. They were almost like a velvet, and they were like a like a dusty pink color shoe that she wore, and they were really pretty. So I was like, if I could find something in that like dusty blue, like velvet, I think that would be really pretty um, as the something blue. Because I don't really know what else I would do. Um, I don't. I really don't think I want to wear a garter because it just sounds uncomfortable and weird, and I don't want to do all that. Mm -hmm. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't really want to toss my bouquet either, if I'm being completely honest. But yeah, so I'm not really sure, but I'm sure I'll figure it out. Oh, okay, so what are your, um? what's your captivation though right now? So my captivation, I think, is something for the brides and or people who wear really fun white bodysuits um <laughs> i found this on tiktok i mean i got on i'm me. on like wedding bridal tiktok and of course no
0: you know whenever you like tiktoks it pro- it often shows up on like your friends fip so now i'm also on bridal tiktok and i'm not even the one getting married
1: wait whenever i like a tiktok it shows up on like that's
0: not about, everything like, it. but it, that stuff some of that stuff is transferred over to because they think your that, like, followers your followers also, will all.
1: Oh, oops. I like a lot of stuff because so, a lot of people have really, yeah. Good ideas. So,
0: um, I get a shit ton, <laughs> I get a shit ton of bridal
1: stuff. So, I'm like, cool, I know this is for, coming from Hannah. <laughs> oops, sorry. Um, but this girl <laughs> I follow, we're like very similar, like, body types, and she got this Amazon white bodysuit, and it's got these like mesh sleeves that have polka dots on them and then the like wrist is really like flowy i don't really know how else to describe it but it's so cute mm-hmm. and it was like a last ditch effort um to like find something white to wear because i didn't have anything white or anything like really fun and out there you're literally wednesday i adams. literally wore a black lace dress and part of my uh photos so yes i am wednesday adams um I didn't wear a white dress. I wore a black. I'm going to my own funeral, obviously. The boss. The boss. But, yeah, so it was so cute. I, like, posted a picture on my story, and I ended up putting a cute little mirror selfie on my Instagram if you want to go see what it looks like, but um, at Hannah Nicole Adams. Um, anyways. Get that like, shameless plug. Like, four blog. people messaged me, like, hey, I need something for my bachelor. Like, where did you get that? And I was like, "Amazon." Amson. Which I didn't think it was going to fit. I thought it was going to be ugly. I was like, this is not going to work. And then I was like, wait, this is my favorite bodysuit I own. So, yes.
0: Cool. Well, we'll leave a link to it in the show notes for you gals to go and check out and shop.
1: What about you? What is your captivation since I never ask? I'll ask this time. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so happy. And just the real that you asked. Thank you. so, You're so welcome. So I'm trying. I'm trying to be a better human, and I like, care about other people and stuff.
0: I'm just a better I fucking know. co-host. It's fine. I'm, uh, like a- I'm like a B minus cope. <laughs> it's little things.
1: Co-host. Cope. Co-host. Cope.
0: No, mine is a sh- new show on Apple TV called We Crashed. It stars Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway as Adam and Rachel Newman. The Well, Adam Newman founded the very, very famous co-working space WeWork, which, I mean, if you've been in any major city, you've seen WeWork. It is like a unicorn investment company where like they... Let me pull up like the actual definition of this so I can... Get yeah, this correct. Um, so WeWork basically uh, was a co-working space, and it was a global brand worth about $47 billion in under a decade. Um, and in less than a year, its valuation plummeted. Um, and it centers around the love story of uh, Rebecca and Adam and how they rose so quickly as one of these most valuable startups in the entire world that everybody was fascinated by and wanted to be a part of. And then they basically just like constantly lived out of their means And ended up, like, he lost, he's no longer the CEO. WeWork is still around. He's just no longer the CEO of a part part of the company at all. But it's based off a podcast by Wondery. And highly recommend, there's, like, only four episodes out right now, but it's really, really good. Um, And if you're into the whole, like, scam artist kind of TV that's out right now, like, Inventing Anna... Uh, the dropout, which I also love, uh, bad vegan, wait, uh, wait, hold on, and now we crash. Hold I think you're gonna really love there's those. A- yes, there is one called Bad Vegan. There's a new one on. There's a new one on Netflix called Bad Vegan. It's about this woman who I think. Let me pull up the description of that one so I do not get it wrong. But I think after marrying a mysterious man who claimed he couldn't make her dog immortal, a vegan restaurateur finds her life veering off the rails. That's all I know, but it's she's also a scam artist as well, too, in a way. Or someone in it was a Dang, scam artist. That
1: that sounds intriguing. I might watch that.
0: <laughs> it's not about a woman, and to my recollection, it's not about a woman who claims to be vegan and she has a vegan restaurant and, claim, and selling actual meat. That would be a fucked oh, up and be. a crime, for sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, That'd be
0: severely fucked or
1: up. Or like that movie you watched where the guy was, like, cooking their body parts or their flesh. Fresh. Yes. Fresh? Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. <Ugh>. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I still love that movie because I love Sebastian Stan. I mean, that dance. Have you been on that side of TikTok where it's like the got my mind on your body? And yes. Your body yes. On my mind. That dance is from Fresh. Oh. That's why people are doing okay. it. Sebastian Stan
1: and D- Daisy Edgar Jones do that dance. Um, gotcha.
0: That's where it's from.
1: That's so funny. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Good times. I don't have Apple TV, but if I did, I would watch it. I recommend getting it. Well. It's great. Yeah. That's one more thing for, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day. Fair enough.
0: I don't pay for it, so.
1: There you go. That's fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: My parents pay for it. Thank you, mom and dad. Thank you Thank so much. Thank
1: you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You could also uh, adopt n- me n- as n- the second daughter and also let me have it. Thanks. <laughs>
0: Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you practically are because they're going to live vicariously through you for their grandchildren. I know. Your mom was so sweet. She's like, you need to come by soon. (laughs) I was like, I know. Alrighty. So before we get into today's episode, we're going to do a couple of housekeeping things really quickly. Make sure you gals are following us on our social media. We do have an Instagram. Follow it at the Gals Guy Pod. And if you also, you can follow our personal social medias. Mine is at Emily Elise. And mine is at Hannah Nicole Adams. And we will have a link to all those in the show notes for you gals to go and check out. Also, if you're listening on Spotify, you can subscribe and also give us five stars. It really does help us out. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, hit the subscribe button and give us a review and five stars as well. It really does mean a lot to us and it really helps us grow. Yes, yeah, nice. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Alrighty, So today we are talking about this phenomenon that I feel like a lot of girls, I mean, I've seen this so much on like on my TikTok. I don't know if you're seeing it on your TikTok at, at all, but it's the, I guess, phenomenon. It's not really a phenomenon because it's its really so simple, but I can relate to it. When you are dating someone who definitely pursued you first, was into you first Made the first move Like you didn't even like them Like they weren't even on like your fucking radar You guys probably were just chilling You were just friends They liked you They wanted you so badly And then they pull a complete like 180 on you And they're no longer interested in you And I mean Hannah you know If you listen to this podcast You fucking know like that that has happened Many times before Now Hannah I want to get your opinion on it As somebody who has been an outsider On this phenomenon
1: (laughs) Yeah, this sucks. I feel bad for anyone who has gone through this because I feel like it happens way more often than you would think it does. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's so rude. Like, I can understand you like <laughs> – I can understand you being like super in- – It's so rude. <laughs> it's just so rude. I'm like a valley girl. Um like, I get it. I get you, like, being super into somebody, and then you go on a couple dates, and you realize you're probably not going to work out, and, like, yeeting from the situation. Totally fine. But, like, it's the situations where, like, someone is, like, all in 100% trying to, like, whine and dine you love and bombing. love bombing and, like, doing all these things, and then they just, like, totally cut it off or, like, don't even take you out on the date or don't follow through with anything that they've said that – Mm -hmm. really just like grinds my gears because I'm just like what was the point like what was the point in all of that if you really weren't that into me or if you were just Mm -hmm. trying to play me or you were just trying to get me I don't know like get me to To give you something like were you were you trying to get me to give you something that you wanted and then you were just like gone like I feel like that's kind of where I'm like uh like those kind of people give me the it I think (laughs) I think a lot of girls, I think a lot of girls, they
0: get nervous or they feel bad because most of the time I feel like, I mean, if it's a true fuck boy, I mean, it's probably happening like after you've had sex with them or something and you feel like you were just like a transaction in that way. And it's like, well, that's all you wanted. Then why didn't you just say that? Like, instead of, like, faking all this, pretending that you wanted something, and then the minute you get that, you just decide to ditch out. That makes you feel used, and that's not a great feeling at all. And you're like, why did you go so hard? Like, why did you try so hard to see? Was it just so you could see, like, if you could get me? Yeah. Like, was it just so you could see, like, your ego could be boosted? And sometimes, yes, that's exactly why they do it. Yeah. Because they are not honest people who have the heart to say, I only want you physically and i don't know how to be vulnerable and honest enough to do that so i'm just going to play this game and treat it like yeah. a game just treat your feelings yeah. like a game and then whenever i win you and it's, as
1: like you're in my prize whenever i win you yeah. then i'm like done i don't want anymore
0: yeah that is a completely other different scenario that i think than someone who genuinely likes the person and then they're like i think a lot of times what happens is I and mean, i'm using a guy for example a guy will like a girl and they'll have her built up as a certain image in their head and then they get to know her see that she's a human and has flaws and then they don't like mm-hmm. that and they don't know how to deal with that and they realize it's a lot more work than what they wanted to put up with at the start and so then they leave uh and that's they just lose interest and it could be many reasons. And it, I think the important thing to remember is that when someone does this, it's, it's so much less to do about you and more about them. That's like the first takeaway that I want. Everybody to realize that just because they were interested in you first, just because they wanted you first, they pursued you and they made you believe that you were this like special little thing, you still are that special person, just not to them. You're gonna be so much more special or to somebody else who actually, you know, sees you as an investment, kind of like you worthy of putting time and energy, money, love into than somebody who's just wanting like a quick fix. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. It's valid to be upset. I think when someone pulls a 180 on you, it sucks. It hurts and it will leave you. I mean, if you don't, if this is the first time it's ever happened to you, you're going to be really confused and you're going to not understand like why this person decided to just kind of like reject all of your consideration and feelings Um, because it's, I feel like what it feels like at first, it feels like, well, this person didn't take how I felt or any of my feelings into consideration when they made this decision, it literally was very selfish of them. And then you see girls that go on and like fuck men, all men are like this, like men are shit. And you know, to some extent I agree, but (laughs) like it's so much more about where someone's going to meet you where they've already met themselves. Mm -hmm. And if they haven't, met themselves in that way where they're ready to be with another person and they're ready to be so self-reflective like you could have everything you could have the entire package you could have be dressed in a tight little bow you could be everything a person wants and more and still arrive at the wrong house and that has nothing to do with you you were just meant to go to a different address i'm trying to make the most postal mail carrier i like it it's like metaphor (laughs) possibly can. But I think that's how you have to kind of look at it in some way. And this is obviously me speaking from like experience and years of experience in that matter. Um because I know that there's some people, people who are like, well Emily like he didn't like me. He liked me at first, he pursued me really hard, then he like fucking ghosted me. And then he got another girlfriend a couple weeks later. Again, I think that's when it goes back to like the wrong package, wrong house kind of thing. And yeah, it sucks because probably you were the thing that made him realize that this is what he didn't want. And maybe this person, that doesn't mean she's better than you. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that she was more suited fit to what he was looking for at the time. And I'm using very heteronormative like, things around this because that's just what I can relate to. And yeah, but um, I think some people also want to know why they're searching for that why. They're searching as to why did this happen? Why me? Why, what did I do wrong? And you really will never find out why they lost interest. And frankly, this is what my therapist always said too. Frankly, do you want to know? Like, do you really want to know
1: why? (laughs) Hannah's shaking her head. No, I don't. I don't at all.
0: Because in the the day, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Is it going to make you feel better? Probably not. It's really not. Like, you think it does because you're in that way, you are getting closure. And I respect that. Like, we've had a whole episode called How Important is Closure? And I highly recommend that you go listen to that episode if you haven't because it's it's a great episode to talk about, like, you know, how do you move on when somebody does this to you, someone goes to you, and you have to get closure on your own. If you want to know how to do that, go listen to that episode. We'll leave a link for it in the show notes. But I think you think it sounds like a great idea, but... It's fine, and that uh, you just had to kind of out of sight out of mind in a way if that makes sense um mm-hmm. I mean there's different reasons people may lose interest, and we can go into it. we go a little bit into it in the more of that episode, but i I think to be quick and short about it, there was a couple reasons that they lose interest is because they weren't healed fully, like if they got hurt in a previous relationship um uh, they thought that they were ready for commitment, but they weren't. And I think that's a lot of um a lot of guys in their twenties probably go through that where they think that they're mm. ready for this. And yeah. then they realize, oh wait, I don't want that yet. Um, and they get scared. Um, a problem that runs into a lot I've run into in Los Angeles a lot of the times is that their ego makes something that they can get better. And that's I mean, it's shitty to think that, but I, it's so common. I mean, I've literally had that thought too though before where like I There's so many times where I'm like, do I want to go on this date with this person? Do I really want to go with them? I probably can do better than them. Um, And that constant question, until you get over that, like you, it just comes to a point where like a person is going to get tired of looking for better and you can't guarantee like when that is going to happen. And you just, it's hard to predict when someone's going to finally get over that like thought of, oh, I can do better. I can do better. Like if that's what you're looking for you're never going to be ready for com- like commitment and um i think some people only like the chase as well too and they just want to have that adrenaline and like once they feel like they have you then that's it they're they're bored mm-hmm. they're bored yeah. and so you just have to get over that and then last one is they just met someone else i mean yeah. they're technically allowed to be dating like while they're dating you if you're not like committed so there's also that aspect that goes into it as well
1: mm-hmm. I think we ca- get like swept up too and like oh my gosh but I like this person so much like they can treat me poorly and I still really like them and I'm never gonna find anything better and blah blah, blah. and I like I know a lot of, I've listened to a lot of different podcasts and um I just like everyone keeps talking about like wait for the person that's obsessed with you and I Mm -hmm. and I really I really resonate with that because I think that whenever you are with somebody you're going to be able to tell if they're obsessed with you or if they're not um, pretty Mm -hmm. quickly and I think that kind of circles back to the like oh but I can do better mindset that some people have whenever they enter into a relationship but yeah like I would just encourage like I don't know whenever you I feel like I feel like in the moment, it's really hard to be like, this person is not really as into me as I'm into them. But like, take it, like if you feel like they're treating you different or they're like starting to like pull back, like I would just like take a step back outside of all the good things and like really re- like reevaluate the situation and kind of determine like if you're even like on similar pages, like do I, yeah. do, does this person like me as much as I like them? Are they putting in the same amount of like interest and in, all of that as I am them. Cause like whenever you find your person, like you're, I mean, you're not always going to be 50 50. There's going to be times where you're going to need to uphold things a little bit more when they're having like a low. And you know, people go through things, relationships ebb and flow. But like when you're first dating somebody, it should be pretty, pretty 50 50 in the sense of like what we're putting in, how much interest, all of that. You're laughing. What do you want to say? <laughs>
0: because I'm laughing because I had a recent conversation with somebody I was dating. Um, and I, I, I fully agree with you. Fully fucking agree with you. Um, I've had the experience where I will not give a hundred percent because I'm terrified of getting hurt. So I hold back a little bit. And then the people think that I'm not interested in them. So they decide to eat out of the relationship before they get hurt because they think that I'm going to eat out of the relationship. And it's not that I'm so fucking into them and they think, oh, she's just using me. So I'm just going to,
1: I'm going to end a, this. That's a sticky place to be because I feel like it's really hard when you're dating to like go all in. Cause like you, you do kind of want to like gauge where the person is. And like,
2: cause if I, I go all know, in, I'm
1: going to get hurt. It's, <laughs> I'm well, so it's, afraid I'm going to get hurt. Yeah. And it's kind of, I mean, it's scary to like put yourself out there like a hundred percent and be completely like vulnerable and candid and honest with like how you are as a person. Um, yeah. So I get that. That's that, that kind of,
0: I teeter on the line of, okay, I'm going to hold back. So, you know. I don't get hurt, but also, like, I have no problem. Here's the thing, and, and this, is the thing I'm this is the thing I'm currently trying to deal with. I, I can be an open book. I have a podcast. I've talked about my whole dating life on this podcast. I can be an open book with a person, but I'm like, is it too soon to be an open book?
1: You know what you should just do? You should just, like, be like, go listen to my podcast from episode one. No, that's lie. I tell them not to listen to the podcast. I tell my dates not to listen to the podcast. It's like, listen. If you want no, to know,
0: do not, do not. If you are, if I have gone on <laughs> a date with you recently, do not listen to episode one. Please don't. Oh, Everybody else listen to episode, to episode one. It's one, great
1: since we did episode one because it's I was hysterical. Like, I it's hysterical.
0: It's one of our most popular episodes. It's hysterical. It's so funny, iconic. If I'm dating you, though, don't, don't, don't. No, it's so bad. It's it's not bad. It's just I'd rather tell you to your face than yeah. No, I'm. You I'm, have I'm to tot- listen. I'm that totally way. joking.
1: <laughs> I'm totally joking. I just give like um, all my dates like a list of like episodes to listen to. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was totally joking. Um, but no, but I get it. Like it's hard. It's hard. Even whenever you're just like making a new friend, like it's hard to like be a hundred percent yourself because you kind of like when can I dump
0: my trauma on you?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And like, you kind of want to gauge like their personality and like not, not saying that you're not going to like be a hundred percent yourself once you're like, you're, you formed like a close friendship, but like in the beginning, like, I don't know, sometimes like I can be pretty, hmm, like, I don't know a lot. Um, and so (laughs) I don't, I I don't always, (laughs) I don't always go there immediately, but like, like, for example, one of my coworkers at the previous job that I was at, like, when I first met her, I was like, I feel like we're going to get along, but, like, I don't want to go be 100% myself yet because, you know, I'm... I don't want to scare you away. Yeah, because, like, I, I have a very interesting sense of humor, and sometimes I say things that come across one way, and I don't mean them that way. And then, like, I also have worked with kids my whole life, so I might accidentally say something that is condescending without realizing it's condescending. And so... um, now we like shoot the shit like we we talk to each other like so how long did it take before each other you were forever. able to do
3: that
1: it took so i i worked there for three i would i will say three years it probably took me a year and a half to like start <sighs> crossing into that like we we can hang out outside of work and be okay okay so outside like of say whatever then. we want okay. take, take yeah. a bunch about it how long did it take you to be yourself around blaine probably the second time that we dated like, when I first met him when I was 15, okay, I definitely... no, no. Like, how long, like, into
0: that... The second time, Mickey you started dating, how long into that phase did it take for you to start being, like, your complete, like, weird self? Because I remember you said, like, Blaine hasn't even seen the side of me yet. And I'm like, how long was that?
1: My weird self? Like, my real weird self? Like, your real <sighs> self? Like, you let down
0: your walls, you opened up, you were vulnerable. I'd
1: probably say, like, the four to six month range. <sighs> Yeah. Like I mean, I feel like I was more myself with him than I have been in any other relationship because mm-hmm. I was familiar with him. I mean, we've talked about the, we've
0: talked about the whole Have we talked about the percentages thing on here? We have. Um, um how, I think yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah. I don't remember
0: what episode we talked about it on, but I think like yeah. we always say like a lot of women gauge how percentage how much they are themselves in relationships. Um and like the last guy I was with, I feel like I was m- not the writer. I'm not talking about the writer. Was never mm-hmm. myself with the writer. Um, talking about, like, the actor. I felt like I was more of myself around him. He's a friend now. Um, then I could probably was, like, 90% myself. Whereas with the doctor, I was definitely around, like, 50% myself.
1: Yeah. I would say, like, for the majority of our relationship, I was probably, like, 80 to 90% myself. That, like, weird, silly, like, silly, goofy mood that I get in sometimes, mm-hmm. I, like, I just, like... I it know. took a year and, and until it, you were like that around me, right? And like, and I wouldn't say it's because I didn't want to be a hundred percent myself. I just like, at that time, it wasn't like there was no reason for me to be that way. I guess, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but now, like, I mean, he's like he's like you, and like he's like one of my best friends. So it's like now I don't hold anything back, and I, and I hope that no matter who you date, like, you find someone that you can be yourself with because it is, like, so refreshing to not have to put on, like, a mask. A mask. Yeah. It's so refreshing to, like, be able to come home and just, like, be yourself and not have to, like, like put on this front for anyone or be yeah. a certain way or, like, hide this part of you. It's just – it's very refreshing. And, and I think that until you, f- until you find that person, like, you got to keep looking.
0: Yeah, and I don't I don't think it matters that they were interested in you first or not. Like, it, oh, exactly. looking back, yeah. like okay, sure they were interested in you first, but were you like 100% yourself in this connection? Were you really showing up for you? And I'm not saying that that's why they lost interest or anything like that like because you weren't 100% yourself. Like no, I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying like looking at that like how were you? Like were you being your authentic self? That's what it matters at the end of the day. As long as you were you, yeah, they may not like that. But that's like, you're still being you. Like, you, they can't ever say that you weren't being somebody else. And that's why mm-hmm. they left. You were showing yeah. up for yourself and being 100% yourself. If you show up and act like somebody else, and then one next day, like, you're fucking some, you're, you're acting like your true self, well, then yeah, they can leave because they, you're not who they signed up for at the end of the day. Like, as long as you're showing up and being you,
1: that's all that matters at the end of the day. Right. And I think it's important, like, even if they're super interested in who you are at the beginning, like, it's important to also remember that, like, you are allowed to change in a relationship. You do not have to be that that person that they met day one. And if they hold that against you, then again, they're not, they're not your person because you are in a relationship. You are allowed to grow individually and then also grow together as a couple. And I think a lot of people get hung up on, well, you're not the same person that you were when we started dating five years ago. I'm like, well, literally because it's been five years and I'm supposed to grow. Also. Also, everybody's on their best behavior,
0: like, in the first couple months. Like, you were always on, you're you're fucking auditioning for a role. Like, you're literally auditioning for a job Mm -hmm. to be someone's boyfriend and girlfriend. You are going to be on your best behavior until you feel comfortable letting your walls down. And I am personally someone trying to be better about letting my walls down sooner rather than later just because I want how do I phrase this? I want to take a risk more often when it comes to relationships by being more my one hundred percent myself. Because, and like I said, at the end of the day, at least I was myself, and they know, and they can't say that I was like not what they expected or something like that. That makes sense, or like I changed or whatever, or like you know, in the first couple months, like I was always myself. You knew this is who I was, and not saying like I'm a bad person. That's what they just you know. Accept or anything like that, but, like, I was never going to be fake or, like, artificial or hold back in sex kind of way. So, it's a challenge. It's fucking hard to be vulnerable and put yourself out there because it's just like, oh, I'm not going to sit here and trauma dump on you and, like, tell you all this, this shit, but I'm not going to also hold back, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's not... And if you were interested in me because you had a fantasy idea of who I was and I didn't match up to that, then that's your fault. It's not mine. So I think that's what I try to like always go back to. And if somebody leaves, like you can choose to give them a reason as to why they did it that fits your narrative in your head, or you can choose to look at it as a like the universe moving that like kind of block in your life to who you're supposed to be with or who you're supposed to be in general. And it's comforting to give a reason like that and, like, villainize them and get that. I understand that. But I try to look at it as it, like, well, not like everything happens for a reason because fucking Clayton on The Bachelor's kept saying that. And now, like, I don't want to fucking say that anymore. Everything
1: happens for a reason.
0: But, like okay, clear. that wasn't my person. So now I know what I don't want. I don't want someone who doesn't value me and doesn't appreciate when I'm being authentically
1: myself. I want someone who cherishes that. And when you, and when you acknowledge that and you acknowledge what you don't want, I think when you're searching for a future partner, like it's easy to go ahead and pick up on those cues. And then that way you can totally avoid the situation. Like if you go out with somebody and you realize like, oh, they're acting this certain way and this, this is already like triggering me from the past thing like there's no point in continuing on because if they're going to do it that early on in the dating like they're going to continue it on like they're that's that part of them is not going to change yeah. so i mean yeah i.e um uh, veganism
0: <laughs> no longer will date vegans we love ve- no we longer. love
1: vegans on this podcast sometimes depending on who they are and what they do i, I love them not gonna date them <laughs> not nah, not gonna date them not gonna date them but yeah i think i think that's the hardest part but i think that's the best part of like when like someone does a 180 on you as being able to like sit back and be like, okay, these are the things that like are now going to be on my radar when I move on to the next person, because this is something that I saw as, you know, I saw this person as like, I saw these red flags, but didn't act on them. So now I can in the future. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it just allows you to be like more
0: self-aware, I think in that respect too. So I like that. I like that as a survival tip. Yeah, I do too. Kind of just like, you know, yes, you can look at it in a negative way of like this person, you know, was being false and they, you know, they were love bombing me and all this stuff. All the, the hot topic words that everybody's using nowadays. Or you can look at it as this person just didn't like my authentic self and that's not, at least I was my authentic self. At least I showed it for me at the end of the day. And if they don't like it, that's fine. But that means that the universe is only bringing me something better in return. Mm. I think the more you show up as yourself, the more you respect yourself and are 100% and authentically you, the universe is going to reward that. And they're going to try and take things that don't contribute to that narrative out of your life. And they're going to move them from, away from you because you deserve somebody who wants you authentically the day because i mean if you, especially if you're wanting marriage true you gotta be that yeah <laughs> like you were telling me before we got on like you know blaine knows you to the core he knows like when you're mad and like you want him to talk to you but he's like i know i shouldn't say <laughs> shit right now like, are you like, not gonna
1: say anything he's like uh you're ang- anxious and stressed and i just know to be quiet and i'm like yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> You're you're fine. It's but like that's the
0: thing. Yeah, you want someone who knows you like that, yeah. and who can read you and everything. And that takes years. That takes time. Yeah. You're not going to get that immediately in a one year relationship.
1: No, no. And no.
0: if you do, that's not good. And
1: like <laughs> we're even we're still learning each other. Like we still stumble upon yeah. new things that happen and come up that we have to na- navigate together as a couple. And so like you're never going to truly like I feel like I can go years knowing him and still learn something new every day. So yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Wow. I know I should write poetry. <laughs> Don't. It's going to end it's going to end in
0: divorce as well, too.
1: <laughs> and that's on that. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a gal scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals. And we hope you come back for our next journey.